hello, hello, everybody on the interwebs. Um, see the Ew, 50s. that was gross. Don't say that. The interwebs? Because should I not uh, say that? You sound like a boomer. <laughs> see, everybody listening to us on the interwebs. I hate no. hearing that. Or like, look it up on the internets. It's like, stop. Who says look it up on the internets? Who have you Pete. ever heard say that? Boomers. Like who? Our grandparents? No, but other people I've heard. Look, hey, I work like with, I help people a lot. My mom and dad throws, throw me under the bus a lot with like helping people things. So I'm not going to go out here and say who is calling That's things. Fair. Yeah. Yeah. They do kind of pawn that off on you. It's really funny. It's great. They're like, oh, Will, you're getting a degree in computers. And you're like, shut up. <laughs> Doesn't know doesn't mean I know how to fix everything. <laughs> yeah. Tell them why their Wi-Fi sucks. It, oh my god, dude. <sighs> Every time I'm home and we're upstairs and the Wi-Fi sucks, mom's like, I just don't know why the Wi-Fi sucks up here. I'm like, Mom, I've told you this a hundred different times. And I've told dad this. Why is the router in the basement? And they're like, I don't know. We should really move that. I'm like, we have been saying this since like I've been a freshman in college. You just get a booster. Yeah, I don't know. I don't care. They don't, don't use. Either. They don't use it enough. They watch TV. That's it. Yeah, true. They probably listen. Mom will text us after she hears us. We're like, hey, you little <laughs> rascals. <laughs> Anyways, love you, mom. Um, yeah, I don't know. Well, happy Martin Luther King Jr. Day. Um, that's when we're recording this, and it'll, it'll. I'll definitely release it tonight too. So, <laughs> but yeah, happy Martin Luther King Jr. Day. Um, it's a national know. holiday it is and for good reason because the dude was the man he's a G he was fighting the good fight Um, yeah I don't know I don't really know how to like preface that because you know I didn't, I didn't think we needed to preface it. <laughs> I, just, I don't know I just wanted to say something because you know it's, it's, it's an important holiday it really yeah. is I guess so um, not, I guess so. Like, it, no, I'm not brushing off that it's an important holiday. I'm just saying, like, yeah. I mean, when it was the holiday season, it felt fairly natural. But when it was like Labor Day weekend or like Memorial Day weekend or Veterans Day, I mean, you and I weren't really like, I like, I know. Makes Anyways, it more, makes it more timeless. All right, we'll just transition <laughs> away from that. Um, you do you. Yeah. Anyways. Um. It's Monday night, though, and Monday night, uh, there's a football game tonight. We're in the football playoff season, and there's supposed to be a Moon Knight trailer that comes out tonight, which I people who watch football, they always do this with football games, where the Star Wars trailers came out during the football games. I was mm-hmm. we stayed up and watched those. I'd be watched. Do you remember that? The Force Awakens oh, no, one? I don't remember the Force Awakens one during the football game. I just remember the last Jedi one was on during a baseball game and it was freshman year in my dorm. No, that was the TV spot. The trailer was on at the football game because it was at a Chicago Bears game. Oh, OK. Yeah. So regardless, it was a uh, it was some type of freaking it was it was I guess it must have been new, the new TV spot. They were saying that was coming out during the baseball game because I remember having it on in Watching my dorm. <laughs> I remember I walked in. He's like. We don't like baseball. I'm like, I know. 
Yeah. He just like, looked at me. He's like, what, why are we watching baseball right now? I'm like, I'm watching for the new Star Wars trailer. He's like, oh. I, I Sorry if you I, like baseball, but. That's boring. I don't care. I'm not yeah. apologizing. It's a boring sport. Um. Yeah, anyways, the big game. Not the big game, but, you know. Monday Night Football. Yeah. So, what was supposed to, or what's supposed to come out? We had that has not dropped yet. Maybe it'll drop over recording. Nah, because the game we're recording before the game has even started. But um, the Moon Knight trailer, the new Marvel TV show, um, which is supposed to come out in March, some early this year. That's what they've said, uh, early 2022. But the new Moon Knight trailer is supposed to drop, which I'm, I'm excited for. It stars Oscar Isaac, and I think it looks phenomenal. Yeah, from what they've shown us so far his suit looks great it looks so realistic and like it's not like spider-man cgi suit uh yeah that that is one of my big complaints with the marvel shows or the marvel movies in general like everything is so clearly cgi i get concerned that in like 10 years 10 15 years it's gonna age horribly it will anything that isn't practical ages terribly the yeah. TV shows look great, though. The TV shows, they do, like, they do not look, the, their effects look worse. Like, yeah. But it's because it's a TV show, but, like, you can tell that they film a lot more things on set and, like, more practical compared to movies. Oh, yeah. Oh, my God. Well, no, you and I will never, we'll bang this drum till we die. Thor Ragnarok was going so well and like it was really great until like they went to Norway in big air quotes when it's basically just Chris Hemsworth, Anthony Hopkins and um Tom Hiddleston in front of a green screen. Like, yeah. This is home. It's, it's like what? This is Burbank, California with a green screen. <laughs> or Atlanta. Well, yeah, I'm excited for the trailer to come out. I mean, there's not really much else to talk about. I mean, he looks like I want to actually piggyback off that CGI thing, but in a second, he just with Moon Knight, he just looks like Batman, but like with an actual mental disorder. Yeah, and he's actually because, killing people. Yeah, because he suffers from like dissociative Id- or multiple identity disorder. I think that's what it's called, where he he doesn't remember like mm-hmm. the multiple personalities that he has. Um, it's kind of similar to Norman. A- Norman, but I was going to say um, uh, M. Night Shyamalan's Shyamalan, whatever is however you say his last name, his split, su- his superhero trilogy, Unbreakable, Split and Glass. That's a great that's a great trilogy of movies. You gave I, me those movies to watch and I know ne- I haven't watched them yet. You should. They're really they're really, really good because Unbreakable they did. God, back in like 2001 and he was like yeah we're gonna make a trilogy of movies and then he never made a sequel and then like he released split and everyone was like oh this looks like a cool movie and then at the end of the movie they were like they revealed it was a sequel because they showed bruce willis's character again and they were like what this is a sequel it's been 15 years since the original movie came out <laughs> so but Last it's similar time. it's similar his character looks similar to james mcavoy's character in that movie um the beast or whatever the hound whatever they call him and that i don't remember what his name was but he has like multiple personalities so i'm i'm excited to see where this goes the cinematography from like one of the trailers that they released or a little tv spot tease trailers mm-hmm. that they had where he's like jumping across rooftops though like it has the crescent moon in the background i don't know if you remember that it looked insanely good yeah no, i'm really excited for the show too because i don't know it's just it's like marvel it looks batman different. 
yeah, yeah, I mean, it is Marvel Batman. Um, I'm, I don't know. I'm just excited for something new because, like, we see, like we've seen Hawkeye in the big screen before. Wanda and Vision we've seen before, which was really, it was a really good show. But like, it wasn't like it's a first, this is like, a brand new character. This is the inter- introduction. Um, like, which Loki could be really was, good. It could also be really bad. However, yeah. I'm leaning towards good because it's Oscar Isaac. Yeah, him and, and Pedro Pascal, those two are just like showing up in everything. It feels like now. Yeah. Um. Yeah. Well, I mean, they're good. They're good at what they do, so they should. There. Uh-huh. Um, and oh, and Diego Luna, he's been in a lot recently too, and for good reason. You know, he's forty years old. Yeah, he's a handsome man for forty. Yeah, I was like, wow. I was really surprised to hear that. I was like, I thought he was like early thirties. Um, we were talking. You were talking about CGI though in Marvel, and I saw. I've seen pictures, and I haven't watched the movie again. But in Spider Man No Way Home, they actually updated some of the CGI. With spoiler alert, I'm going to give you like three seconds here. If you haven't seen Spider Man No Way Home, you should fast forward to the next timestamp for when we talk. But in Spider Man No Way Home, um, this is your final spoiler warning. If you haven't seen the movie, but so in the movie where we first see Andrew and Toby show up, um, they updated the CGI for the portals when Andrew and Toby came through because it looked kind of goofy. It, and it was like clearly CG'd. I can send you the picture of what I have, but I've seen pictures of like comparisons like that. They did updates for it and it looks my discord. Oh, I don't know if I can send it to your discord. <laughs> oh, all right. Well, then text it to me. Yeah, I'll send it because I have a picture of it from Snapchat. Um, I only got it because Caleb sent it to me, actually. And it looks a lot more realistic. Like the lighting, they updated just like a couple minor things of it. And I think it's kind of funny because it's like patch notes. Like, you know how video games release patches? It's like a movie releasing patches. Yeah. It's like, hey, I mean, it's and it's still in theaters, too which is like crazy to think that they're like, Oh, we're going to update this while the movie is still in theaters, which doesn't change the movie at all. But yes, it does, bro. We got to go back and see it. Maybe, maybe Iron Man comes back to life. Maybe I sent it to you by the way, but yeah, I was like, Oh, it looks, it looks better, which shout out to Marvel for updating their goofy CGI. It's like George Lucas in the original trilogy. If he still <laughs> had his hands on that property, we'd probably be getting the updated version now with, Max Rebo and his band all CG together. Good lord. Oh, we can't um, talk about Max Rebo yet. No, we'll talk about that later. Um, there was something I wanted to say. Oh, yeah. We were just talking about Spider Man. Um, God, they got to give Andrew Garfield Amazing Spider Man 3. We're going to see all three of them again, like in live action again. Maybe Easy. not. I mean, I mean, whether it be Secret Wars or something, but we'll definitely see Andrew and Toby's Spider-Man again. Mm-hmm. Whether yeah. it's in Spider-Verse, but I really think it'll be live action. People say, well, does it make sense story-wise? It's like, no, maybe it does. Maybe it doesn't. But you know where it does make sense? Money-wise. <laughs> no. it, yeah. I have a strong feeling that they'll show up in Secret Wars. Yeah, which hasn't even been like confirmed or announced, but well, you know, the Russo brothers are back. So and there's nobody else they're going to be able to do. There are no other set of directors they're going to be able to use for a movie like Secret Wars. Yeah, I saw an interview with Joe Russo. I want to say the shorter one. Um, the guy with well, I guess they both have glasses. Yeah, um, I think it's the shorter one, not the one. Well, 
I think Anthony wears glasses. The one who was yeah. in Civil War, who was the psychiatrist that died, um, he I saw an interview of him at No Way Home, and they were like, "So here you're talking with Marvel again? Are you directing Secret Wars?" And he was like, "We can't answer that question." And they were like, "Yeah, but you're talking with them and working with them again." And he said, "He's like, we've been comic book fans our whole life, so it's tough to walk away from like this kind of property." I'm like. Yeah, if you're comic book fans and like you grew up like reading comics and you create stories and you've made every movie that they've made has been like a top 10 Marvel movie. Mm-hmm. It's kind of tough to walk away from that. Actually, yeah, hold up. What are your top Mar- like w- w- uh quick name your top 3 Marvel movies? I want to see who directed them. Um Infinity War, Guardians and No Way Home. Okay, so it is Russo's, and then Guardians is James Gunn, and then No Way Home was John Watts. John Watts, yeah. Who's doing the Fantastic Four, which... That's going to be very good. As long as it's not, like, far from home. Uh, Why would it be, like, far from home? I didn't like far from home. I mean, it was all right. It was very classic marvel like i watched it once i'm like cool i never need to see that again i just wasn't the biggest fan of it but that's just me but no i mean winter soldier is like somewhere in like the top six and endgame is like top 10 just because i mean it's hard to disrespect oh and civil war yeah i forgot about civil war too but yeah civil wars that's civil war and winter soldier like they're both just great movies yeah but yeah, they're definitely coming back to do a Secret Wars or whatever would be before Secret Wars. Maybe Avengers 5 won't be that, but I might have to wait 11 years for that again. <laughs> but I got a gut feeling it will be, though. I mean, like if they're doing Doctor Strange, they're not going to go do all this multiverse stuff and then give you an Avengers movie about like, well, well, they still got to deal with Kang. I think the next one will probably be Kang. I don't think they're going to do Secret Wars until they'd fully develop the Fantastic Four and Doctor Doom. God, I'm so excited to see Doctor Doom. Yeah, but um, I don't have anything else with that. I was going to say, speaking of James Gunn, yeah. um, dude is putting in work on HBO Max. He's they just, Peacemaker dropped. The first three episodes dropped. I saw that and I was like, holy crap, I don't have time for this. Turns out I actually did, but I've been watching. I've been binging The Sopranos so hard recently. I walk around my house like Tony Soprano. I'm like, hey. I'm like pulling my refrigerator door open, just like looking around in it. Christopher. Christopher. I'm looking around okay. for cool. I love how like whenever Tony gets mad before spoiler, I mean like The Sopranos came out like 20 years ago. So when he and Carmela split up, like before they split up, like when they were still living together, and like AJ's just sitting in a medal in his room and like Tony's trying to watch something. And all he does instead of like talking to him, he just goes like palms on his wall and goes, Hey, yeah. <laughs> I just hear the music turn off. Tony's the best. Tony's God. my comfort character. Even though he's a, you know, I was, thinking, I was thinking about this before we jump into Peacemaker. I just want to talk about this. I love all of the characters on the show so much, even though they're objectively horrible people. <laughs> They're hilarious. The show's like so funny. I was watching. So I was watching. I'm in season five today. I was watching a scene and I like legitimately laughed out loud by myself. Like people who watch like TV shows by themselves know like or like comedy shows by themselves. Like most of the time you're sitting there in silence watching and like, "Mm, 
that was funny. Like, mm, that was funny for something to make you laugh out loud when you're by yourself watching a show. It has to be really funny. I don't remember what I can't remember exactly what it was. Um, it was probably something to do with Polly. I, um, my, the funniest thing that I remember from the Sopranos is when Christopher was like, somebody threw an apple at Isaac Newton's head and then he chose to invent gravity. <laughs> <laughs> I don't know. I don't remember what season that was, but it was something along those lines. And it's like, Jesus Christ. But Did I send you the quote, the most underrated quote in all of Sopranos I saw on Reddit last night? It was after Tony got yeah. shot by the guys and he's like, Polly turns to the kids. Let me just find this picture. I need to read this because it is like so funny. We're reading a quote from the show. I just need to say this aloud. So Polly turns to Meadow and AJ after Tony is shot at the new stand in the hospital. He says to them, it'll take more than the Jamaican bobsled team with cap guns to shoot your old, stop your old man. And it's like, these guys just for like, it is very like nineties, early two thousands. Like, yeah, you can't make jokes like that, bro. But like, it's just like, geez, Louise. It's a fun. It's a really good show too. Yeah. Oh my God. Like, this shit, people like talk about how like oh Game of Thrones this and that like all these Breaking Bad all these new like crime shows Ozark, um, Bloodline even for that matter, none of that exists without this show. No, yeah, Sopranos, yeah, it definitely like sparked a whole. I mean, it's it's an HBO show, so yeah. Um, the hell is that? That's Bobby. That's me. Is this my trial? Oh my god, that's yet? right. Yeah, yeah, I just saw that one today where he's got Alzheimer's he won. That's me. That's Bobby. Oh, was that the last, oh, is that the last thing that you've seen with it? Uh, I think that was the most prior. I don't dude. I've watched like five episodes today. I'm uh, I'm not gonna say anything else because I mean like there's some big things that happen towards the end that I'm not gonna say, but Yeah. Um, anyways. Peacemaker. We went no, way I off to topic. St- I, I want to give one sh- more shout out in the show to the actress of Carmela Soprano. I love like Tony and all the other characters so much, but she is like underrated. Like she's probably like the best actress in that show. She is so damn good. Edie Falco is so good. Yeah. Nah. James Galfadini. Gandolfini. Whatever. He's They're both legend. really good. Tony for life. You know James Gandolfini's nothing like Tony Soprano in real life, Will? You know he's not alive anymore? <laughs> yes, I know. I told you that. No, you did not. I knew that. I was like watching the show and I was like, I wonder if he's still alive. <laughs> it's kind of sad though. I watched the trailer of him in another movie and he's like this nice, loving husband. I'm like, this isn't who you are. Nah, not my Tony. <laughs> not my James. <laughs> I just, what? I'm like, James, who are you? This isn't. No. <laughs> I want Tony. <laughs> You're not cheating. You're not serial cheating on your wife and killing dudes and working in a strip club. Who are you? This isn't who you are. No, just kidding. Gotta go to the Bing. RIP. Late great James Gandolfini. Legend. He's very. Anyway, we're way off topic. Sorry about that. Um, Peacemaker. What did you think? I thought it was episode one. episode we first episode. Yeah, we're only going to talk about the first one here, but um, I thought it was really good. I liked it when they did the intro at the beginning and they were sort of catching people back up. I was watching it and I was like, damn, I really want to watch the Suicide Squad again. Yeah, same. I was like, I forgot how fun that movie was and just like how it was just such a the Suicide Squad was such a fun movie. So I was seeing this thing and I was like, 
uh, there are parts of the show that work and there are parts that didn't. I mean, I thought the intro with like the whole dancing thing was funny. I was like, dang, this is kind of quirky, funny. You don't really see this I that often. It. I figured you did. <laughs> um, <laughs> I was like, cool, whatever. <laughs> I, I know you would. But I mean, like there were parts of it that I thought were good and there were other parts that I was like, eh, because James Gunn his humor, which like really adds to his movies also is his weak spot because he tries to do too much. Mm-hmm. It like turns out like everybody in... gets a joke. Yeah. And I'm like, eh, like I just kind of like, uh, it's fine. But like some of the humor, I'd say like more than half of it stuck with me. Like I'd say like around 60 to 70% of it stuck with me. I was like, this is funny. Like I, I thought that was kind of funny. It wasn't me like burst out laughing. There were a couple scenes where I was like, Oh, that was actually really funny. But, I mean, I thought it was, I thought it was a good episode. I hope it picks up in these next two though, which I hear it does, which excites me. Yeah, no, I was to be, yeah, to be like the first episode was like, it was okay. I'll be honest. Like it was, it didn't like blow my side. The ending was crazy, but like up until that point, until he went, got to his dad's house, I was like, I think I like turned it off. I, I think I stopped halfway through and I was like, all right, whatever. Maybe I'll, I'll, I'll talk to Will and we'll see if we'll review this. He's like, and then you're like, keep watching. It gets crazy at the end. I'm like, all right, whatever. And then one of our, my co and then one of our coworkers from our pool texted me. I haven't heard from him in like two years. And he texted me. He's like, have you seen the show? It's wild. I'm like, okay, well, I guess I got to watch it now. <laughs> um, yeah. Shout out Ben. Haven't heard from you forever. And you text me about peacemaker. Thank, thank God you did. I wasn't going to watch it. Um, <laughs> because like it was boring up until he hit his dad's house and you see like who peacemaker is as a person he's just like this broken kid who never got the love from his father that he wanted to even though his father's wildly racist and misogynistic yeah did Um, he say the the forbidden word yeah i think he did yeah i think he said that i was like that word that you're not supposed to say you should never say You that got was a whole business. Yeah. Oh, you can tell that they grew up in like the South or like goddamn rural mm-hmm. wherever state they're living in. But and what I'll, I'll give a shout out to is John Cena's acting is really good. He's a good actor. I like yeah. when I saw him at his like when he was like at his dad's house and he's just like he's just a kid who's trying to win his dad's uh, approval. That's all he is. I was like. Oh, because like he's funny and yeah, he's quirky. And then like I see him like interacting with his dad. I'm like, oh, I just see a little kid who just wants his dad approve his dad's approval right now. And he he nailed it. And I was like, wow, this is really good from a guy who is in. I mean, like you got to be an actor to be in WWE. It's sports entertainment. What they do in WWE is real. It's just scripted outcomes. That's true. <laughs> you cannot <laughs> fake jump off thrown off of a cell. <laughs> yeah, they jump off those cells and they do that shit. But yeah, so yeah. fuck every. Sorry. I'm trying to keep this more PG friendly. Uh, Screw everybody who says that wrestling's not real. That shit is so real. It, yeah, no, it's insane. It looks painful. John's had so many injuries from it too, but I mean, he, speaking of injury, he's built, he's juiced oh up. God, dude. If I think his biceps are like the size of my legs, my legs he's, are the size of his biceps. Yeah, he's built. I saw it. I was like, God damn, this guy is gigantic. But not going to lie, I totally saw that steroid vein in his one of his arms, the little squiggly one. I was like, that's a, I, I thought it was cool. I was like, dang. I more so, I appreciate it when I see stuff like that. I'm like, dang, this is like crazy human <laughs> athletics. Yeah. 
yeah, no, steroids are not. Dude's got a work ethic. Um, um, I was. I'm trying to think of. I'm there was a joke that they made because in the Suicide Squad about him wearing tidy whiteies and that being racist, and it was just like a spot on joke. But he's mm-hmm. dancing around his tidy whiteies again in this. He's absolutely built, but I get mauled by this chick. <laughs> yeah, the chick from the seventies who's living in two thousand twenty. <laughs> What, uh, was that cheetah was that a cheated girl i don't know who that was well, that's what i said to caleb when we were watching it but it, cheetah was already in wonder woman 84 or whatever mm. wonder woman 2 i don't remember what year that movie takes place in but um i that's what i said because that's what it reminded me of but i honestly have no idea who that girl was but it was the way that she died was crazy i was like what the freak is going on right now well, first we're watching him bang her brains out in her bathroom, and I'm like, okay, whatever. Dang, and nice then he's John. just like, then he's then he's just like dancing around, singing into her vibrator, and I'm like, what? Oh. And then, and then she grabs a knife, and I'm like, what? I was really hoping that she wasn't. Gonna, she cut his calf. I was like, don't cut oh. his Achilles. Don't cut his Achilles. Oh, dude, even the calf. I was like. Oh my god! Oh, yeah. like when it's like the upper body and that stuff. I'm like, ah, that doesn't bother me. But when it's like the legs, like if I see like hams, if I see a hamstring, if it's on the back part of the leg, not the front part, oh. if it's the back part of the leg, I'm like, I don't no, want to see that. I, yeah, I don't know what it is about like a calf cut. Oh my god! Like a, well, I was like, oh, and then she's like throwing him around, and yeah, she's got some superhuman abilities. So well, she's dead is the road now <laughs> but yeah. i i honestly have no idea because I, I was watching i was like i don't know what this their show is going to be about like is he just going to be like a mercenary and like just take out people that uh, that amanda waller's daughter and like the new operatives take like want them to take out because we saw amanda waller in this we see that she has a daughter um yeah that's crazy getting s- I was getting so mad because the guy, I don't remember what the guy's name is, like Edmund or whatever. Emund. I don't remember what his name was. The mercenary guy or the nerdy guy? No, the leader of the whole thing, the African-American guy who's like orchestrating the whole thing. Yeah, the mercenary. Like he, oh, yeah. Oh, he was a mercenary. You're right. I was like, I was getting so annoyed because he kept calling it Bell Reeve. I was like, it's Bell Oh, Rev. my God. Me too. The whole time I'm like why why is this why was this allowed like it's bell rev stop calling it bell reeve <laughs> like is somebody gonna correct him yeah i mean i this is the me being a nitpick like that doesn't that i'm like no. oh that's just me being a nitpicky geek about the show but yeah i mean it was fun i'm curious what the next two episodes I have to watch i'll probably watch it with both my roommates because we watched the first one but i enjoyed it but there's nothing for me to break down with it just because like I don't know. I don't know anything about it. Like Peacemaker was not someone that I'm familiar with at all. So I don't, I honestly have no idea where it's going to go. <laughs> like I genuinely yeah. have no idea. Um, yeah, I don't know. It was fun. I'm excited to see where it goes. Hopefully same. it picks up. I mean, if it's just the same pace as the first half of the first episode, I'm going to peter out, but my back, 10 minutes back 20 minutes of the show is pretty wild yeah i'm i'm hoping that yeah i'm hoping that the second and third one are a little more engaging of episodes which 
we'll talk about in a second engaging episodes yeah and with that we're gonna slide into our break period here and then after our break we are gonna come back and we are gonna talk about whether or not is the book of boba fett a disappointment and a disaster stay tuned bird welcome back um yeah so as we alluded to what's up episode three book of boba fett oh boy um definitely my least favorite episode i think this is probably my least favorite episode of star wars tv related content that's come out since disney's taken over ah not true I hated the Martez or Martinez sister Martez Martinez sisters arc live in action. The so yeah, live action, live action by a country mile. This was the worst one. Yeah, this one. Oof, there were parts of it that worked, and there were parts of it that just did not work. Um, the parts that worked, the Past. flashbacks. Yeah, I was really bummed to see that. I didn't know what was going to happen with this Tuscan Raider. Tribe. What was episode three called? Um, let me take a look. Oh, it's the streets of Mos Espa. Yeah, the, I I didn't know what was going to happen with his Tuscan Raider Sand People tribe, and seeing that they were burned and like uh, raided and killed by that biker gang really bums me out. <laughs> Yeah, like, God dude. damn, Boba Fett's trying to find a family and someone because Jango Fett clearly was not like a stand-up kind of dad. Maybe so, he was. You don't know that. I'd love to see Jango Fett show up in the show. Not I don't know like, why they had more of a flashback with that. I know. I you got Tomorrow Morrison. He can play Jango, but I mean, I was really bummed to see that. I was like, God damn, this dude's really looking for a family and he is just not finding any luck whatsoever with that. Kind of contextualizes when Anakin goes completely berserk on that whole tribe. Yeah. Oh God. It's like, dang Anakin, you kind of just like ruined a whole family. You hope you ruined a whole multiple families. Yeah. God, the same people are good people just misunderstood well here's the deal they do say like that one tribe is a nice tribe and there are other just like violent murderous tribes so maybe he killed a bad tribe yeah like the ones just spectating the pod racers like ah fuck this race i'm gonna shoot at these people (laughs) (laughs) hey is that a 10 year old kid cool story catch my cycler rifle bullet yeah they just start whipping shots at these pod racers Nobody um, prefaced nobody prefaced that before the race. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Screaming, getting shot. Yeah, like, who are uh, these guys with all of these clothes on shooting at us? Nah, don't worry about them. They're just the locals. <laughs> <laughs> um, but yeah, I was really I I was bummed to see that. It, it kind of hurt. I was like, dang, this is sad. But that was one of the big pros of the episode. The other being, um, I. Well, I guess kind of two things. It was interesting to see Black Chrysanthemum like ambush Boba Fett. I was like, yo, yo, this is happening right now. Dude, he needs a new security system. Yeah, Ooh, he. How does he hire four people? Wait, he has the two Gamorreans, he has Fennec Shan, and he hired the four Power Rangers. 
and none of them caught him? How does a giant Wookiee get past all of you? Yeah, I know it's dark and his fur is dark, but like, geez Louise, he's like seven feet tall. I just imagine he climbed up on the wall of like the palace to get in. Yeah, all right, I'll buy that. Because I'm like, that's the only explanation I'm going to give myself for that, just so it doesn't like bother me that much. But the thing that bummed me out, because we see the huts then come back and they're like, ah, we want to make peace with you, Boba Fett. And he's like, okay, what? And then Danny Trejo shows up that with was, the Rancor. That was a perfect role for him. Because like everybody's like, Danny Trejo's got to show up because this is a Robert Rodriguez project. And I'm like, oh God, here we go. But like, honestly, like in retrospect, him on Danny Trejo totally fits into Tatooine. Yeah, he oh yeah, he's like looks like he's sick of the desert and he's keeping a rancor. I hope the rancor is uh Mushi. Mo Muki? No, Mushi was what was the rancor from That was for Jabba. That was Jabba's rancor as a child, I thought. No, it was one in Bad Batch. That's Jabba's rancor, I thought. Mookie. I didn't think Hold on. I didn't Hold think up. it was. Let's take a look. Let's make sure neither of us are cabin right now. Um, but um, no, Danny Trejo totally fit. Who is the Rancor in Bad Batch? Moochie. It's a Moochie. Yeah, it was owned by Crime Lord Jabba the Hutt. At some point, she was captured by Zayirian Traders. She's on Orbital. Yeah, it's Jabba the Hutt's Rancor. Dang, you suck, Luke. You just killed that Rancor. Yeah. Screw you, Luke. You killed Moochie. Yeah. Anywho. I I was a fan of seeing Danny Trejo and the Rancor and Bulb was like, I want to ride this Rancor. I was like, oh, that'd be sick to watch that happen. <laughs> His eyes, he turns around and he's like, I would like to ride it. I was like, oh boy, here we go. <laughs> I love Tomorrow. Tomorrow Morrison's so great in this show. He's putting the whole show on his back. He's he kind of this, is. He puts like so much of the show on his back because he's putting Ming-Na the Wen's, corny. Her dialogue is not hidden. No, it's, it's really, you know, t- taken away from the show. Um, they're the new characters they introduce this episode are really taking away from the show. <laughs> I want to wait for that because we'll, I we'll get go to that. that. <laughs> we're um, we're gonna go in on them for a little while, but um, in the choices that they made for those characters, um, yeah, we we're not one of those podcasts who's gonna blow smoke up Disney's ass about their choices with some of these shows because, anyways, um. <sighs> So where were we? We were at Danny Trejo. Rancor. I was bummed with the... Um, I was really bummed, actually, when like they gave him the Rancor and the Huts are like, ah, they're going to end up with a fight with the Pikes. And I was like, all right, whatever. That's cool. Um, Or they didn't... The Huts didn't tell him that, but that's where they were like, you have to prepare for an actual war coming. And then they're like, we don't want Black Crescent back. He was just an assassin. I was like, you should keep him as like a like Dude. an enforcer. I was kind of bummed. I was like, you should keep Black Crescent in there because it'd be so cool to see. Then we're gonna. And talk he just about like ran off time. in the desert, and I was like, why, where are you going? You didn't get a ride. <laughs> yeah, there's there. I have like two big problems with that scene. One, the huts made these poor dudes carry them all the way out to Jabba's palace just to say that and turn around and walk away. That could have been done over a hologram. Let's be completely honest here. I'm I'm all for seeing more huts in live action, but we don't need to force it. Like, we're going to go all the way to Jabba's palace, tell him three things, give him a rancor, and then turn around and walk all the way back. Like, that's stupid. You could have just been like, it could have been like Danny Trejo holding the hologram. Like, hi, this is da-da-da. We're already on our way back to Nalhada. However, I will say, Danny Trejo saying the witches of... 
on Dathomir in a live action movie. Never would have told, never would have thought I'd see that in a million years. Second of all, um, oh my God, Black Chrysanthemum running through the desert. I swear to God, I had flashbacks to the first time I watched the arena Star Trek episode when Kirk fights the giant lizard guy. I'm like, the Gorn? The, the Gorn, yes. And he's just, you see Black Chrysanthemum just like lumbering away. I'm like, what? And he's going to die of a heat stroke. And it's not like he can blend in. So they probably could have seen him running for like a hot 10 miles. Like, oh, look, he's still running. Oh, look, he stopped and he's vomiting because he's dehydrated and he's hundred it's a hundred degrees outside he's covered in fur and it's all black and he's not has it is no shade right now i wish he i wish he had like i wish he kept him because i mean i'm not trying to compare boba to jabba but like jabba jabba's place was popping like he had boba fett there he had the max rebo band he had like other bounty hunters like coming through there like he was like the crime lord and i get that boba fett still has to like build his name like that's the point of this show but i was like dude this is how you do it you like keep blacker santa there and you like start hiring him out to do things like do this bounty and then you'll get paid like this is like i I, maybe that's not how it'll go i don't know how this show will go but i mean well i have an idea now but i mean because the end of the episode but i mean that's i was just bummed i was really hoping that they would have kept black chrysanthemum maybe he'll show up again but it just will feel weird if he comes back in the show again yeah i hope if he doesn't show up i'm gonna like i'm gonna have some serious like okay my opinion of this episode is either gonna strengthen or weaken based on how these how the rest of the season because like we're kind of like using this as our mid-season check-in even though like episode four is this week and there's like seven episodes allegedly i think it's eight Okay, whatever. But like seven or eight. It's more than six for sure. This episode is like either going to be, it's the, like the next episodes are going to define this one. If Black Crescenton comes back and he's really cool and like Boba Fett goes on and he's really cool and he's making smart choices, I will watch this episode. It, it'll be fine. It's just a wash because like there are some, there, there are episodes like that. You get in every, like the Mandalorian had a few like that, where like you're like the gunslinger one when they're on tattoo and you're like, yeah, okay, I don't really like this kid. Ming Na Wen is, she's a great actress. She, her, I've I've never been a fan of Fennec Shand, but um, yeah, because I mean this episode had some pretty blaring bad. Let's spots. You just want to get into it. I I don't get why you complain about not having water on Tatooine, but yet you have all these animatronic cyberpunk type of body parts and these like sick ass motorbikes that actually go like ten miles an hour, like. I don't Dude, get that. Like they were like, we can't afford water. And then they're like, but we have these robo arms and robo eyes and we can afford speeder bikes that don't go fast. It's like, sell that shit and go buy water. Then I, I just, <sighs> they were, they was dumb. Like it felt so seeing those people, those four people that were, show, were on Tatooine that Boba hired out just did not feel like they were belonged on Tatooine. I was like, no, this is, I'm like, you guys go to fucking Coruscant. Yeah, go to Coruscant and buy death sticks. Like that's where I that they would have been. Like just exactly. seeing them there, I was like, this doesn't feel like no. Th- it really, really bothered me. And like, I still love the show. The first two episodes, like I'm not gonna sit here and be like, all oh, this one episode ruined the rest of the show. It wasn't even the whole episode. It was like just t- 15, 20 minutes of like seeing them. It was like, ah, this is bad. But that's not gonna ruin the previous two episodes of what happened in the show because I love the first two episodes. But this. Yeah, I got some serious questions about Boba Fett's decision. I don't know if the Sarlacc like knocked his brain loose or something because he's like, mm, Black Crescenton, you are now free. 
you don't have to work for me. You can just go into the desert. I'm not going to ask you to work for me. Mm. Four random kids who stole water from this guy. Mm. Yes, work for me. It's like, what? What? What is that? How does it make any sense? I don't get it. I I like, really hope like, that these four people don't become characters. I really hope that these four people just die or like <laughs> do something else. Like I again, I'm not blaming like the actors or anything. They just don't care about these characters whatsoever. Good for you. You made it in Star Wars. That's great. You can leave now. You made it. <laughs> Go do something else. I really just don't care about your characters. Like, I want to see Boba Fett. It's called <sighs> the Book of Boba Fett, not the Do- Book of Boba Fett and cyberpunk characters. Yeah. I will say this about the show right now. If these next episodes do not improve Boba Fett's character, I'm going to call the show a wash because I feel like this show is destroying the myth that surrounds surrounded Boba Fett from the original original. trilogy and then into the Mandalorian, because when he showed up in the Mandalorian dude threw down and now they're in. Okay. With this scene, I think killed me a little bit because like Robert Rodriguez was bound to pull in some little wild stuff. Like the the kids, like the the power Rangers on the, I call them the power Rangers on the Vespas because they're all have Vespas and they're all different colors and they look like the power Rangers. When Boba Fett and Fennec Shan walk into the mayor's office and they said, we're here to see the mayor. And he's like, oh, the mayor's busy. Oh, let me look at his schedule. And then they're just standing and Boba Fett just stands and waits. I'm like, you are the crime lord of Tatooine. Mos Espa is your territory. You don't sit and wait like, oh, well, we'll wait for when he's done. No, you walk in there and then they sit and wait. And the guy's like, well, let me go uh, check on him and we'll see. See if I can rearrange his schedule. And he walks in there and then both, they just stand out there. And then they Oh my goodness. He locked the door. We should go check. It's like, this is like, I just, I was watching him like, this just feels so stupid. Like the Boba Fett, like we got up until this point was like, take what's mine. Yes. I have respect. I have a warrior's honor code, but like, I think this is my, this is, it's my way or the highway pal. Like if I don't owe you anything, you're nothing to me. He doesn't owe the mayor anything. I was just like, I was sitting there, I was watching this. I'm like, this is destroying the, like, okay. Well, he went to the mayor because they, the huts had told him Mokshaiz was, uh, Mayor Mokshaiz was a little flea bag. Exactly. Why is he waiting? Like, burst in there, be like, you need to start giving me straight answers and stop speaking in riddles and whatever and tell me the truth. And instead of they're just like, all right, we'll wait out here. We'll wait in the waiting area. It's like, you're fine. Yeah. So, okay. I would like to preface. Sorry, I, I'm going to let you talk. I just want. I need to preface this. If the next few episodes improve, it's fine. This episode will wash over. If nothing's done about this, I got some serious like questions on who they're letting run. St- I mean, I say this now, but like you know, I'm, I just have serious questions. Like what? Like what thought was happening in the writers' room when this stuff is being done? Well, yeah, I, I don't know. It's concerning as well because um. Oh jeez, I was the the speeder bike chase was just so boring. It was so dumb. It it went on forever too. Yeah, I thought it was gonna get done about five times before it did. It went on for like five minutes, and I was oh like, my "Oh my god!" And then Boba Fett just up? lands with his he lands with his jetpack in front of the guy. Tattooing so poor, but there's a shit ton of fruit. I'm like, "Oh great, we're so poor, but look at all this fruit we got." And he just lands. It's like you're telling me he couldn't have just like you know dropped a rocket in front of this guy's speeder but you had to have the 
Power Rangers with mechanical arms and eyeballs with their beautiful brand new Vespa scooters chase him down for five minutes. Yeah, I don't know. I was, it was a very slow chase and it was very uneventful, which is why I don't know who did this episode or who wrote the episode or who directed it, but I mean, I'm I can really find hoping, I'm, well, you don't need to, we don't need to look it up, <laughs> but like, I'm really hoping that this next episode, this next episode really picks up the slack and like gets the show going now because we know that it's going to be a crime war between the Pikes and Boba Fett. So I'm like really hoping that it, these next episodes like pick up, pick up because I mean, he, he doesn't have anything really technically as a crime Lord yet. So no, yeah, he's kind of a lame crime Lord. He literally says two Gamorrean guards and, four kids and like we didn't really get like a major insight of to jabba's but jabba's place was always bumping so i mean like i i'm really hoping that's what i was gonna say with like with the black croissant thing like jabba almost got blown up by princess leia who was bosh at the time like they didn't know it was princess leia she like pulls that thermal button he's like oh yeah you're cool hang roll with me i like that i'll pay you roll with me but it's like goodbye giant wookie who could totally help me in a fight and it's like what <laughs> Well, did Jabba know that that was Princess Leia? Because he let her free him, Han. Well, I don't know. Maybe he did. Maybe he you didn't. You could coin toss it. She was going to blow up the place. So, I mean, maybe shout out to her being badass. But yeah. Shout I, out a few yeah. more characters before they were like being pushed for. Shout out Princess yeah. Leia, the OG. <laughs> I mean, I wish he kept Black Black Chrysanthemum there. I. What? We'll see what happens because I mean, you think that they're going to bring in other bounty hunters for the show now. I, yeah. Cause this is, I wanted to, you and I were talking about this over text, but I kind of want to check in on who we think is going to appear in the show because I think all of the predictions I made are almost wrong based on the current trajectory of the show. I don't like saying that I'm wrong when it comes to stuff about star Wars, but you know, I don't know. Every king wants to admit his what's up. I don't know what you said for predictions, honestly. I, I think remember. I said like Han Solo and Chewbacca, but the one episode that I think we're definitely going to see somebody of great importance show up is episode six, because apparently that's the one Dave Filoni wrote and directed, right? Maybe. I don't know. You sent me something on Instagram. Um, you might but, be scrolling for a while if you're trying to find that. Yeah, I know. We send each other a lot of stuff on Instagram, but... um. Okay, the character I really th- I think is almost a lock to appear is Cad Bane. Because I can see the Pikes hiring a bounty hunter to kill Boba Fett. And if they... Okay, this is just... I guess this is also me projecting. If they play their cards right, they brought Cad Bane back in the Bad Batch. This is your perfect time to play the live-action Cad Bane card. However, they do they do it wrong... I don't think you and I'll stop talking for an hour about how mad we were about how poorly it was done. Yeah. If they bring in Cad Bane, they need to like bring in Cad Bane and not, he was a guy. He's the greatest bounty hunter in all star Wars. Cad Bane is the best bounty hunter to ever exist in star Wars. And I will die on that hill. You can all Boba Fett, blah, blah, blah. Go find me something from Canon that makes Boba Fett the best. Not the EU. 
Find me something from canon that makes Boba Fett the best. Because Cad Bane, from what we've seen in like the Clone Wars and Bad Batch, I don't know. He he's a badass. I love Cad Bane. He's like the definition of like what a bounty hunter is to me. So I would if they bring him in, I don't want them to like screw it up at all. Cause I would be very disappointed. <laughs> like they have to have the hat. They gotta to make a Duros look make sense in live action they got to do that well and they need to nail the voice if they do anything different with the voice than what i've heard in animated you're gonna lose me because the voice is perfect yeah it was tough with ahsoka but i mean like you and i got over that fairly quick so but like his voice has to have that same like tone I don't know how like it's an, it's so easy for him though like you don't need like Cad Bane doesn't have like it's not like a normal like Ahsoka had like a person voice like it wasn't like altered in any way shape or form like Cad Bane's is altered like there's no excuse for you to be like oh we just wanted to like Rosario Dawson being Rosario Dawson's voice instead of Ashley Eckstein I was like okay whatever she got older that's fine like no like Cad Bane's voice that shouldn't change i we don't even know if he's gonna show up but if he does like yeah i i agree with what you're saying i think think i don't know if cad bane will be a lock to show up i think bosk is more of a lock and i think i still think han solo has a greater chance of showing up than than cad bane does really yeah i mean we'll have to see but I don't know. I think I'd get a better feel after episode four. It's tough for me to make predictions now because episode three didn't really do much of anything. Yeah. Besides. So like, I don't know. Do you think they're going to still go forward with this flashback and flash forward stuff? Um, well, it's tough because we saw the lady from the Mandalorian in this with her pit droids. That was in the flashback. No, I know. So I'm curious at how close we are to the Mandalorian now. Yeah, that's I thought we were. I still thought we were like six years away from it. Whenever he got eaten by the Sarlacc, but now I'm like, um, maybe we're closer than I realized. So I, I don't know. I maybe the Mandalorian isn't six years after, but I sure as hell thought it was six years after Return of the Jedi. Desert for a long time with the same people. I know, but it's possible. But it's like shit. When though, because it feels very linear in his relationship that we've seen so far. So yeah. I don't know, but I, th- I feel like we're getting to the end of the flashbacks here. I've, I don't want them to drag it out any longer. Like he's going to kill these sand dune riders, people, the sand dune riders that mm-hmm. uh, killed his tribe of sand people. But like after that, I don't really know what else you can do. Like, I don't want them to drag. And when I say, I don't want them to drag it out. They've already, the show has been finished. I don't want to see it be dra- dragged out though. Yeah. Yeah. I don't know. I got maybe maybe they'll show like a another Clone Wars flashback with Django. That'd be cool. I don't know. Who else? So you think Han Solo, um, Bosk and I mean I can't really I I wanna see episode four before I say anything, I guess. Yeah. Because I feel like we still have to get a feeling for the pikes and what their setup is gonna be. I think they're so, going to hire bounty hunters. So I think like Bosk, Cad Bane. Are... I don't think I don't think Boss will go against Boba Fett. Bosk has too much respect for him. That's why I think it's Cad Bane. Well, again, I that's why I can't because mm-hmm. yeah. who knows if the Pikes will even hire out bounty hunters. 
Yeah. Like that's why I want to see episode four because I think there is eight episodes and like halfway that I can say like definitively, oh yeah, I could see that happening. But it's so tough to say because episode three just didn't do anything really of like substance. Yeah, besides the same, the pikes are coming, which is cool. Them doing a rancor and saying it's actually the pikes that you want to fight. It's like, okay, that's all that happened. So. Yeah, I, I, I was trying to figure out who the big bad of the show is. It kind of wasn't answered until this, like this, because I was like, is the mayor the bad guy? Is the, are the huts the bad guys? Are the the bike dudes the bad guys? I'm like, okay, so it's the pikes. I love the pikes. So I mean, I mean, I just because I see them in the Clone Wars, but I mean, we'll see what happens and if it's worthwhile. <laughs> yeah, I'm I'm hoping that the show picks up though in these the final stretch, I should say. Mm-hmm. So, yeah. Um, I don't know. Yeah, that's 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 all the thoughts I had in the book of Boba Fett. Um, hopefully it improves. I have I don't know. I got faith in Filoni and Favreau. They they did a good work with the Mandalorian. So, yeah, I'm I'm excited to see what will happen for the end of this, but. I, it's episode three was definitely a rough one. <laughs> yeah. But I mean, they've, they've two seasons into Mando three episodes into Boba Fett. That's what 16, 19 episodes on only like two really bad ones Two yeah. two really bad ones that I can think of from was Mando and Boba Fett. Really bad one. Yeah. Season two didn't really have that many bad ones then. No. The second episode was kind of, the second episode was kind of slow with the spiders, but I mean, everything else was, yeah, Pretty solid. It's just a bump in the road episode. Like it's just like one of the ah, it's a setback where he's. It's it's just you know I don't like filler because like it's such a broad term to use, but it's like it wasn't well, consequential for the overall story. Yeah, if it isn't if I mean that's my Before, other. Con- they don't need to add episodes just for filler. Like I want to see story for the character. It's like don't fill an episode count. Fill a character story. Make the episodes around the character, not around an, this like a no. We need to hit eight episodes a season for viewership. No, build it around this the character. So, and then speaking be like, of, this is this amount. So I guess we'll go off that note. Then speaking of character stories, you were saying when do you think Obi Wan's coming out? Oh, this isn't much to say, but I don't think it's coming out until. October or November, just because they'd finished filming in November this year. Yeah. Like between like, they finished filming between like September and like November sometime in that time range there. There's no way that they're going to get the show pumped out by May just because Mandalorian didn't finish filming until for season two of Mandalorian. They didn't finish filming until around like September, like November time period. And it did, season two didn't come out until like that following year then. So that's just because they pushed it back. I thought that's just because I thought they waited. I think there might've still been like, they wanted to finish up the show in post-production. So I don't think Obi-Wan's going to come out for a while. I don't think it'll be until like the end of the year. And if it's sooner, I trust me, I'd be happy if it came out sooner, but I don't think it, I, I have a feeling it might not be till like October. We, till we see Obi-Wan. I can see like late summer. Uh, I'm not a fan of summer TV shows. Really? Why not? I'd rather it be early summer or end of summer. 
I don't know. It's just that's just how I am. That's why I said it late summer, like August. I was thinking like August. Yeah, I'm thinking like July. Like if a show comes out in July, I'm like, oh, it's summer. I don't want to be sitting watching new TV shows. I I like watching things at the beginning of the year, like my prime time for like. I think this is like kind of maybe this is like numbers or psychological things, but I feel like the prime time for like movies and like that stuff is like March, a March or like April time period to like the end of May, beginning of June, and then like august to like november september september and then december because i feel like they kind of like november is like a suicide month for like movies i know november i feel like november more so october i think is actually because nobody goes to the movies in october yeah true i read some i read something about it but this was a while back about when movies like are in like the swing of things i know may is like one of the most productive months though yeah, pre-summer hype. Yeah, look at you, so well read. Mm, indeed. Anyways, um, do you got anything else to say? Otherwise, ready to wrap up? Yeah, that's all I got. Um, I guess if you enjoyed the episode, feel free to share it with someone who you also think would like it. Um, you can find us on Spotify at the Legionnaire, Instagram, Twitter. TikTok at Legionnaire Pod. If you have an email you want to ask us, legionnairepodcast at gmail.com. We'd be happy to reply if you want us to talk about something or you just want to email us. You can shoot us a message on Twitter, Gmail, email, or on TikTok or on Instagram. But yeah, I guess with that, I'll let Kelsen this way. We are Legion.